Welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal. Clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal clear is my affirmation. Welcome back. So this is a special episode. Reason being is because I have a guest. And guests have been far and few in between, mainly because I have just not been on my game when it comes to having a guest. I have a standard, and I'm going to say towards the end of me having guests, when I was really serious about having guests, I noticed that I slacked off of that standard. And, you know, because I gave myself rest, um, I bagged up, you know, I took some time away. I can say I am back in the space where I am feeling the creative juices enough to where I can build conversations. So if I ever mentioned having a conversation with you in the past, honestly be on the lookout. I I got my mojo, okay? No, I'm just playing. Um, I feel like I can, you know, do a little bit better. So um, I have a guest. This guest is pretty cool guest. When we get into our episode, you will hear why. And um, I just can't wait for you to hear that. But before we get there, I just um, wanted to say how important this conversation is. Um, I know a lot of people feel a lot of different ways in regards to, you know, changing things up and, and the way that people kind of shut people out of their lives. I know it can be a very negative thing. Um, I know it can be a very painful thing, but if you listen to our conversation, I feel like you will get a different idea on why it may be necessary and why you possibly need to make it less about you and more about the person who is making a decision to do things differently in regards to you and them. So again, really listen for a new way of thinking in regards to the situation. So I think I stumbled when I read the the actual meme on the actual show and me and my guests were together. I think I stumbled. So I'm going to read it again just to get you mentally prepared. And I'm probably going to even post it on my Instagram so you guys can kind of have a good idea of what's about to happen on this show today. People are allowed to delete you off of Facebook. Delete your number and stop hanging with you. They don't owe you an explanation. If they don't like your energy anymore, you're toxic to them now. Or you're affecting their mental health, they're allowed to cut you off. Period. So basically, that's what we're talking about. That is also where my meme came from when I said, allow people to release you and um, enjoy the newfound freedom of one less person to please. That's where that came from because I feel like, you know, we can be bent out of shape if somebody left us alone or we can understand that, you know what, another one, another one, another one bites the dust. Hey, you know, and I don't know really what he meant by that song, but listen, if they fall away, they fall away. They tell you all the time. It's lonely at the top, okay? <laughs> I'm not trying to be negative or dismissive. I'm just trying to help people see both sides of this. Whether you're the one that feel like you need to do some cutting off or whether you're the one that's been cut off, there is a bright side, okay? There is a silver lining always. Don't always 
look for the negative takeaway. Don't make an enemy in something that may not be about you. Okay. So with that said, because I may or may not get back to, I'm also going to go ahead and thank Wise Up for coming on the show. I really enjoyed our conversation. So here goes something because I don't remember my outros, but here goes. Do not neglect your dreams. Stop denying your truth. My intentions are set to uplift someone, some way, somehow. And I think I had a new one. Come on. I hope you find the strength to do the hard thing. All right, have a great week. But before you go, this is not the end. This is just the intro and the outro because I'm not coming back after this episode. Oh my God, oh my God, I almost forgot. This was a Skype recording and I'm going to count it as a successful one, okay? However, there is some interference of some sort, but the call didn't drop. We didn't have to pick up where we left off and so I'm counting it successful. I expect for them to get better and better as I go. Um, I noticed that my mic wasn't attached where it should be, but my audio still picked up. And I'm going to count this as successful. So I'm warning you now. I don't feel like it's a major distraction, but just know, you know, my heart is in the right place. I've been working very, very hard to step my audio up. You may or may not have noticed, but I am trying and I'm only getting better. And I apologize for all the unpolished episodes you've listened to in the past, but I am sure you still took something away if you're not being very uh, judgy on podcast by independent podcasters. I know there's some great ones out there and I know there's some not so great ones out there, but I don't really care how you place me because I'm doing this because I have a passion to, but just know I do appreciate you for bearing with me because I understand I have to be bared with sometimes. With that said, here comes the episode. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Crystal Clear and I have a guest and I I don't really know how to explain this this one right here because it's it's kind of different, you know. Usually when I have guests on, it's always like a fellow podcaster um or somebody I know from like childhood, but this one is very different. One day, you know, I was probably not recording regularly, probably avoiding my podcast at all costs. And I get a shout out from a page called Wise Up. And I'm like, why thank you. I really needed this, you know, hugs and oh my goodness. Like I really needed this, you know, this, you know, encouraging word that somebody's listening to my show and getting something from it. And so since then I've been following the page and uh, this page has the best memes ever. Okay. Like they are right up my alley. Like they, they get you together. Um, you know, they make you think 
they're just really positive and i feel like there's something that i at least need to see one or two of them like when i look down at my phone opposed to seeing something you know negative or somebody's problem just to see like a positive meme when you look at your phone every now and again i feel like that does the trick and kind of gets you where you need to be and so this page is called wise up and i'm talking to the wise one from wise up so say hello 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 everybody so yeah and so what is sparking this particular conversation is this meme she posted not too long ago let me see if it tells me how long ago she posted it actually it was on october 6th so earlier in the month right and it says it says people are allowed to delete you off of facebook delete your number and just stop hanging with you don't owe you an explanation if you don't like your if you don't like if they don't like your energy anymore you're toxic to them now or you are affecting their mental health, they are allowed to cut you off, period. That's what the meme said, y'all. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, I yep. didn't like it, but did y'all hear it? And I know, I know it's tough, but listen, we have to have a conversation because I agree with that meme. I agree with it. So I got in her messages and I was like, hey. <laughs> I feel like you need to be a guest on the show because I really want to have a talk about this meme because the response she was getting was a lot of different perspectives. People wanted to have conversation. They don't feel like that's the way to be. They feel like everything should come with an explanation. And I'm just like, okay, we can we can build a conversation around this meme. And so I did. So again, let me give y'all time to, you know, get acquainted with the guests. We're calling her wise. Her full name is Wise Up, okay? And so let's tell us about you really quick. Um, so yeah, I just basically am a young girl who just created this page basically to get my thoughts out and to reach out to other people that are that can relate to um, my memes that I post. And um, yeah, I just really wanted to express myself on a platform where I can really get some feedback from others and really just evolve with within myself. And yeah, that's basically it. Well, that's good. That's good. I feel like a lot of people get to their point in life where they feel like they have something to say. Or they, you know, have a Facebook page where they're really active on, Instagram page where they're really active on. Or like me, I started a whole podcast because, you know, I had something to say and I wanted to say it. Now, I was afraid to say it. And like, when if you listen to like my earlier shows, you'll hear me say that I figured someone would come and just like delete everything internet for me so I couldn't access the podcast anymore. So I felt like I going to come take over. I'm like, please don't. Please don't. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we are here. And like I said, I told you about the meme we're going to talk about. And so the first place I wanted to go in this conversation um, is basically say, okay, people are allowed, right? But if they're allowed, let's talk about what we define as respect in friendships and relationships. How do you, what do you look at in a, what do you call or what would you define a a healthy friendship or relationship. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, my opinion on a healthy uh, friendship, mm-hmm. let me just touch that base first because 
not everybody is in a relationship and that's cool but i just want to kind of just um give my opinion on friendship so for me i feel like a respectful and healthy friendship should include relationships where your feelings are obvious, obviously um where your feelings are pretty much respected like okay. you know where yeah, where they take your feelings into account and right. um another thing that i would say is healthy communication because not a lot of friendships do have that and i feel like right. there's there's also a big difference with a friendship and acquaintances because right. i feel like in today's society there like a lot of people consider or they just get the two mixed up where they look at um acquaintance acquaintance relationships as friendship relationships and right. that's kind of um where i feel like the misunderstanding lies as far as like respect goals and just like what you would be receiving Right, right from that type of friendship right but yeah for as far as a friendship goes i feel like honesty should be included i feel like your best interests at heart should be number 1 and yeah that's it and and oh another one too respecting of your life choices as well as okay. your boundaries and things like that is uh, another one that i feel like a lot of people do not kind of include in in a lot of friendships so Right. <laughs> well, for me, uh basically I feel like basically everything that you said, but like just to go into like friendships and relationships, my my biggest thing, I guess to keep a friendship and a relationship healthy is the boundaries, like understanding. Like especially if yep, we are like acquaintances, one. if we're acquaintances or whatever, the boundaries are very like they're like bold print like look. I, yes. I, you this is as far as you go. And you're going to yep. know when you cross the line. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like for me, like acquaintances and friendships can't really, can't, that line can't be blurred. Relationships, boundaries are important too. But I feel like when you have a relationship with someone, you know, all things, you know, m- my feelings should be taken into account. I should be able yep. to communicate with you. You know, I should be able to tell you what I'm feeling without much, you know, you know, I guess kickback, talk back or whatever regarding how I feel. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people, especially with these friendships, if they've known you for a long time, they kind of feel like they have to have an opinion about how you feel and why you feel a certain way. And yes. I feel like because of that, that's how we get to these places to where people are comfortable and they justify why it's necessary to just cut off all contact with individuals. Because it's like, if I don't, or even if I do take the time to, you know, communicate certain things, it's like I have to explain myself to a certain extent because they won't take what I'm telling them as, you know, what they need to hear. You know, like that's all you need. Yes. You know? And that's so, that's a big one too because sorry, not to cut you. No, that is ahead, a big one because a lot of people don't understand that people are entitled to feel how they feel and they're entitled mm-hmm. to express how they feel. And I feel like that's where a lot of boundaries get overcrossed is because we come from a society where people don't really like to hear like the the real truth. especially right. when it's in a way where it's not so pleasant. Right. Um I just feel like a lot of people take it in a way where it's more in a defense mode right. instead of taking other people's feelings into consideration. 
Right. And that's why I so, wanted yeah. to stop. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to stop at respect first, because I feel like respect is a very important part of friendship and respect is necessary when you're dealing with someone who is deciding to do with you or deciding not to do with you. And if you respect yes. them, if you respect them on a basic level, you're not pulling too hard, you know, when they're requesting space. You know, you're like, listen, mm -hmm. I that you know what you need. So I'm going to respect what you're asking for. Now, it's hurting my feelings, yes, but I respect you more to not put my feelings in the mix. You know, like, I respect you. Like, do what you got to do for you. Exactly. I feel, like, I feel like that's a very important thing, especially if you're going to call yourself a friend to someone, like, not be too pushy in regards to what they're asking of you. You know, like, yes. there are certain things, if they're in danger, of course, you take different, you know, steps or whatever. But in the event that they are asking that you take a back seat, that you back up, or that you not say certain things to them or say certain say, say certain things to people that they're asking you not to. You know, like, say, for instance, for example, you tell a friend about your um, marriage. Say you're complaining. And yep. friend, because they're so friendly and they, you know, they care for you so much, they decide to fix your problems. So they go to your spouse <laughs> about something that you told them in private, but now they're trying to fix your problem. So they clearly crossed the boundary, right? Like I'm talking to you yep. at the event, but I don't necessarily need you to go fix my problem, right? And so they've, you know, messed up a whole lot of stuff because now your spouse mad and now you mad at them and it's just like a big mess. And so it's like, if somebody's asking you like, hey, I'm gonna, I need to talk about this, but I don't need you to go run over there and fight my battles. I need you to respect me enough to say, oh, I got you. I'm listening. You know, if you need anything, let me know. But this is between you and I. You know, I feel like that's important. But respect is the most important thing here because people really have a hard time respecting their friends and their friends' wishes. So I feel like that's the first thing that I wanted to make clear because if you have an issue with respect, you're going to have an issue with people setting boundaries. Yes. And a lot of people I feel also, we, a lot of people, including myself, mm -hmm. I haven't set proper boundaries for myself until I feel like now. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I never <laughs> understood the importance of boundaries because I was just amongst a certain, uh, like, type of people where right. your boundaries was kind of like a negative thing or seen in right. a negative light, like, right. you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I kind of just have to get tunnel vision and realize that it's not something negative on my part. It's something that's necessary for me right. to do. Right. So yeah, I just wanted to really um, express that, that boundaries is something that's so necessary, especially when you're trying to do your own inner work. In, inside work or your own spiritual growth or whatever you're trying to do with your life. Right. And so the next place we're going to go in this conversation is cutting people off. The why and the when. Cutting people off. Yes. <laughs> so as someone <laughs> who, you know, made a decision to live my life differently, you know, to make better choices for myself, you know, to just be particular with my energy and who I shared it with, which, you know, changes up the game when you have friends and acquaintances. Like, you you have to do things differently. I, I noticed about myself as I got older, like, I just wasn't, because I know people get, you know, acquaintance and friendship misconstrued, I, yeah. I found myself kind of being more withdrawn. And I feel like 
my maturity made me come off as more of an introvert and why I feel like I identify more as an introvert because my maturity has brought me to this place. I feel like if I was just out there all outgoing and attractive and friendly or whatever, I was going to be collecting a whole lot of energy that wasn't good for me, right? So I feel like mm-hmm. I dialed my energy back a lot as far as like how I, you know, expressed myself in public settings around, you know, at work maybe or at family friend events or whatever. I just conducted myself differently because I knew that I wasn't going to, you know, be that same energetic, you know, interested person in what people got going outside of like this this event. Like I'm I'm yeah. good, I'm having fun right now, but you gonna think you're gonna get this fun loving high energy person two weeks from now when we at lunch and I'm just laid back and I'm like, I don't want to perform for you. I was having fun. Yes, I was. Exactly. But I'm not, I'm not a performer. So like if, if this like laid back crystal is like too much of a change, I don't really know what to tell you, but like, I'm not always there. And so I kind of feel like I just dialed myself down and I really, I kind of steered clear from like, you know, a lot of like larger groups or whatever, because I just didn't want to take their energy with me because then when you get close to people and they talk to you then they also want to tell you their business and some mm-hmm. people's trauma let me tell you something some people's trauma is just like too deep to be talking about like not even a month in after knowing them but when you call when y'all start talking it's kind of hard for some people to know what is okay to say and what isn't so you end up with like a landfill of garbage that ain't yours and you really don't know this person well and you're just like wow they're like oh my god say a prayer okay exactly <laughs> <laughs> let me run <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be okay you know like and I feel like it was that just kept happening to me early on in life and I'm just like I don't know I don't know I, I'm just me you know I we had fun the other day you know like I don't it's like it's too much and so it's like let me just be calm and be really particular about who I allow to connect to me so Mm -hmm. that's why I want to say cutting people off the why and the when because it's important when people are trying to grow I know you said you're in that stage to where you're you're making better decisions for yourself and you're interested and you know you know just leveling up so have you had to cut people off yet I have Okay. I have, and I'm just at the stage now where I'm actually comfortable with it. Mm. If, 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 yeah, if anybody could relate to that, because for me, it isn't a comfortable thing for me. I it, know no, for some not. people, it's natural for them to just, you know, go ghost and disappear. But for me, it, it's not something comfortable. But just like you, you were saying, I've also um, have reached a point in my life where I'm I'm starting to figure out what type of relationships are healthy for me and -hmm. what type of relationships fuels me and like, you know, um, kind of brings my energy level up and which ones I kind of have to take a step back from, because once again, the same thing, like the, when the different energies mix, it does Mm -hmm. a thing to me, (laughs) it takes a toll on me and it gets all my anxiety and everything. Yeah. Right. Really flares up my emotions like you know and uh, like before I was able to actually explain it I didn't understand it but now that I understand it I yeah I I have to take a step back especially when when I get that gut instinct and Mm -hmm. automatically like you know I I just take a step back and and yeah (laughs) go in my own little zone right and so just to put a twist to the cutting people off 
I've talked about it on my show before where I I understand I need to back up, right? But like the idea of completely cutting people off just does I, I'm very uncomfortable with that, right? So it's like mm-hmm. I don't I don't have to talk to you anymore, right? I don't have to say, hey, excuse me, you over there. No, we're not we're not talking. I'm cutting you off. Uh don't call me, don't do nothing. Like I don't feel like I don't tend to feel comfortable with like the conversations that say this is it, you know, like, I don't do that, mm-hmm. but I do, like, you don't see me call, you won't see me text, you know, you you won't, you just be like, oh, what happened to Crystal, and that'll just be the standing question, because you won't get an answer to that, and, like, I'll just, like, like you say, fall all the way back, but I don't feel like I'm cutting them off, because I feel like as soon as I do think of them, like, say, for instance, um, you know, whatever, I think, think of them, I'm going to want to be like, hey, how you doing, you good, you know, just to check, but I, we don't mm-hmm. have that that close relationship I, I like to say like i don't want to be in um, the front row anymore i'm kind of in mm-hmm. the back but i'm there but you know i'm definitely not you know a front rower you know and that's kind of how i like to explain it because cutting people off and somebody said it in the comments on this meme uh feels like you're holding people hostage to how you feel about them today right and yeah. i i completely agree with them like that fear of holding people hostage however you have to understand you're not mad at them or the issue with them is not what they're doing to you. The issue with mm-hmm. them is how you feel about being in their presence. Exactly. And, and that's, so, I think that's what people get confused mm-hmm. is that people are taking it more on as a personal thing. Right. And that's the thing because a lot of people, when they hear or think about cutting somebody off, they think it has to be in a negative way. Or right. a partic- like, you know, something specific has to happen as to why this relationship needs to end. Where, like, for other people, like you and myself, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. that. It's more right. of our inner things that we're dealing with, why we need right. to take a step back, right? Okay. So, yeah. So, I think that's important for people to understand. It's not that you're doing something to anyone, you know, but... It's just the way they feel about being in your presence. Or just yes. for me, like I came to this realization just scrolling on Instagram, seeing certain people's pictures, and I would go through this thing to where I was like, uh, uh do I okay. like this picture or do I not like this picture? Like, I don't I don't dislike this picture, but is it real? Like, do is this being is this me being fake? Like, what is going on? So the, the fact exactly. that I had to go into that questioning of what I was doing was just like an alert to me to be like, hey, is this something you need to see? Exactly. Is this, is this something you need to see? Like, how is this making you feel? This is not a good feeling to be confused on how you feel about a picture of a person. You know? So it's like, do what you got to do. Just, just, just Exactly. Leave. You know? And it's it's that thing. You're, it's not them so much. Sometimes, like, people hated that back in the day when the guy would break up with the girl on TV or a movie. It's not you. It's mm-hmm. me. Wait, what if it's me? <laughs> what if it really is me? Exactly. Is that, <laughs> is that a problem? And sometimes it just is that. Like sometimes yeah. people are working through their own emotions. And I cannot stress that enough. Like people are way too emotional nowadays. And they just automatically want to gear and steer people's life into any direction that they want. And right. honestly... We can't, we can't be so selfish. Right. 
Absolutely. we honestly can't be so selfish, especially if the relationship, if you value that relationship with that individual, allow them and give them the, sp the space that they need to figure out their, their stuff. Right. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. Okay. Next up is hurting feelings when speaking your mind. Why is this necessary? What are the benefits? Well, <laughs> if you ask me, speaking your mind, the benefits of it is you won't. Okay. Let me just give a little scenario here. Let's say you are engaged in a in a specific situation or or whatnot, and you're being told that you you have to do something and you don't really feel right about doing it. And mm -hmm. in that particular moment, you don't speak your mind. Right. I feel like that's an automatic like you're agreeing to whatever okay. is going on. Like, you know what I mean? And that mm -hmm. creates a lot of negative buildup inside of us. And I, and for some of us, including myself, because I'm very reserved and I'm very quiet. So a lot of the times, like if I'm in an uncomfortable setting, I won't speak my mind at mm -hmm. that particular moment. And I've built up a lot of just unnecessary um, negative emotions because of it. Like, you know, right. so now I try to speak my mind a lot more, especially right. about things that I don't agree with. Absolutely. I feel. And I, I agree with you totally. Um, I also, you know, because I also have another show, um, the Random Opinions Podcast, and I talk on that show a lot about, you know, the, the a lie is not always what you're telling. You know, you don't, it's not always mm -hmm. Telling a lot. I feel like people live lives when they're always involved in something they don't want to be involved in. Yes. And, and, and I tell, like, I feel like when I understood that in life, like things just cleared up for me. And you, I don't, I don't know if you heard the episodes, but I have like a, like a stint of like nothing but like selfish videos where I'm saying it's okay to be selfish because some of us are deprived of ourselves. You know, like mm -hmm. we gave all of our away and so a lot of us do kind of have to feel like we're being selfish just to get where we need to be you know yeah and yeah. so so that's kind of where that comes from but I feel like if you're if you're worried about hurting someone's feelings because you are speaking your mind then that's a trap and I don't really know how to get you out of there but by doing what you fear you you know like you, you exactly. probably don't have to hurt some feelings because you really have to speak your mind because that's where you're honest like, you're not just yes. lying by, you know, fibbing and, you know, saying, oh, I see that's red, but I'm going to tell you it's blue. Like, that's not the only lie you're telling. You're also telling a lie when you're constantly dealing with something that is basically internally, like, killing you because you don't agree with it. You don't like it. You don't want to do it. However, you don't have right to say what you need to say. Yeah. And the only thing is with speaking your mind, it's kind of a, a time and place. <laughs> I kind of feel like too, because if true. you speak your mind in the, in the wrong setting, it might be taken, it, people might receive it in the wrong way. Right. So I kind of feel like the trick with speaking your mind also is to speak your mind in the right setting and, the, at, and at the right time. I agree. I do agree. Um, however, because of the way our brains work, there are some people that are never going to know when the right, right time is, right? And so they're just going to yeah. say, oh, well, I can never speak my mind because I don't know when it's right. You know, and it's basically, if you can if you can get someone, if you can pull someone to the side and discuss it or, you know, if you can, whatever you can do without embarrassing someone, it's probably your best bet. You know, like exactly to get what you need out. Yeah. 
Right. Yes. Don't embarrass anyone. And and somebody still might be embarrassed and angry, but if you know you took all the steps necessary to make sure that you did it in the best way possible, all you can go with is the fact that you know that you did it in the best way possible. Sometimes exactly. that's the only piece that you're going to have in a lot of situations. Yeah. So, and that's, yeah. that's honestly the truth. Like, you know what I mean? That's you being as um, transparent as possible is by right. doing it in that form. Because, yeah, because <laughs> sometimes we're in situations where people are speaking their mind and it kind of comes out a bit harsh in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, and especially when you, it's it's a situation where you have to speak about and people's feelings might get hurt. Right. You just kind of want to put it out there in uh, in the proper way. Right. That's all. I I really agree. Like there, you know, there is an order and you know a good way to do things. Truly, true enough. It's just the fact that even when you know you did it the best way you can, you're not alleviating possible hurt feelings. That's the that's yes. the downfall of it. Like you can't. Sometimes you can't avoid it. No. So that's that's all that is. But okay. So from that. Um, and so we, 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 we covered the benefits, right? Like y- you just feel better when you're telling mm-hmm. the truth, when you get to be transparent, you just, you just feel better. You feel lighter. You know, you get to involve yourself with things you actually want to do. You know, you're, you're living the truth, you know, like it's, you're telling the truth with your actions and what you involve yourself with. So that's the benefit of it. It's a total different thing. And we're actually entitled to, <laughs> let's not forget that. We're entitled to our thoughts and feelings. We are. We are. We get to. I'm right there with you. So next I have the misunderstanding regarding communication. So let me let me explain this because I don't think it sounds exactly like what I mean. (laughs) So when I say misunderstanding regarding communication, I'm talking about the idea that people have that there will always be the communication they desire when something's about to change, right? So I feel like we have this idea, like imagine you're on a job, right? You told yourself, anytime something goes wrong here, somebody's going to, you know, call me to their office and explain it to me and give me a warning. It doesn't happen all the time, right? Some people, you mess up one time, some jobs, that's it, that's all, goodbye, unemployment for you, right? Yes. So I feel like there is this, Fairy tale, honestly, about communication that you are going to get it just because something is happening. People, I feel like that's where a lot of us get lost because we feel like we need a closure of some sort. We need to be told something, like we need permission. We, they, need, they need our permission to do what they're going to do with us, right? So I mm-hmm. feel like that's the the misunderstanding regarding communication that I'm talking about. Do you have anything to say about that? Um, no, you you basically covered everything. It, <laughs> it is a big misunderstanding. <laughs> and it also has a lot to do with this big cloud of entitlement that we all have hovering mm-hmm. around uh, over us. Like, right. you know what I mean? A lot of people feel like when things go wrong or certain things happen, there needs to be an explanation. And sometimes in life, we don't get that. Nor are we... No. And sometimes we have to be okay with not getting that because you know what, the way how I look at it is people know exactly what they're doing. Right. You get what I'm saying? And, and they know, like, we all know how we're making people feel in the, in whatever situation we all know what we're doing. 
So I kind of feel like being that we all know what we're doing, we should know or we should automatically just have a sense of how of allowing people to react in whatever way they want to. Like, you know what I mean? Because that's their entitlement. Because if we're doing something to somebody or treating somebody poorly or whatever the case may be and they disappear, well, you know, what explanation are you looking for from that? You know what I mean? Right. Because so you I, know I, what you, you're you doing. Right. And I, so, yeah. So I do feel like you know, you know within yourself when you are yes. not being a hundred percent yeah yeah being fake you know when you know you give them like that you know right but then there's there are also people out there who are totally totally oblivious right totally oblivious to Mm -hmm. you know just how they how people are how their actions may affect people there are people who are totally oblivious and it's maybe because they're spoiled they never had to consider anyone else um, mm-hmm. and, and they're just so entitled and there, there are people out there, they're the opposite of people that, you know, basically, you know, deprive themselves of themselves. There are people who yeah. always had a strong sense of self and they never relented. Like they've always just pushed themselves forward past everybody, didn't really care. And they are mm-hmm. in shock when somebody is bent out of shape because of their actions. So just yeah. like, just, just like you can be someone who is always working really, really hard to make sure somebody, you know, feels good about y'all um, interactions or whatever. There are people out there who never cared. So exactly. they, yeah, those people do, do need to realize like you are hurting people. You're not making people feel good. People dislike you or whatever. And yeah, you feel like you're doing what you need to do for you while you are. There is a balance that you need to where you might, it might come a time you have to consider other people. Just like the selfish people I mean, the people who are not selfish have to decide that it's okay to be selfish today because I've never taken myself in consideration before. Exactly. I've always been, you know, worried about everybody else. So there is a balance needed. There are some people who are who are totally just disconnected from feelings altogether. I tell people all the time, my husband doesn't understand feelings. Okay, <laughs> he don't. He don't mm-hmm. get. It. What is that? What is feelings? And and he it comes up when we're talking about people at work or whatever. And they say, I feel. And he's like, well, I don't know what that is. Because it's either happening. You can't feel like it's happening. It's either happening or it's not. And so he's like really, really logical, extreme. So I'm like, he don't get it. He don't get it. So that's that. So, yeah, and that's that's kind of the masculine side of them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad I mean, thing. I, I feel like they do that. They do that. They're great. Yeah, at, they do. <laughs> and so, it's, I mean, but I feel like it, it also helps you see their their limits, right? So it's like maybe maybe he maybe he understands the feeling, but when I'm communicating, I feel this is this. He's trying to show me like if that is how you feel, and it's not the actual thing, are you gonna stick with that? You know. Yeah, yeah, you that know, does make sense. It, and in, in situations count. like that, mm-hmm. it's it's not clear. Right. So that's that's the thing too. Like, yeah, that does make sense. And oftentimes too, you do end up in situations like that where you kind of mm-hmm. have to explain your feelings right. because an individual doesn't understand. But right. I still feel like there are people that even when you explain your feelings, they still feel like you're not entitled to, to, to feel that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You get what I mean? And that's where, Mm -hmm. that's where the confusion comes in. Like as far as like, 
how people honor people, each other's feelings. That's it. And I feel like that's why that's why we get to the point where we're cutting people off. We've tried to explain to you. You know, exactly. we've tried to have the conversation. We tried to express our feelings to you. And there's nothing that I can convey. I don't know if there's an alphabet created so I could put together the words for you to understand mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. So therefore, I, I got to do the action. Right yeah. <laughs> right. We're not going to do this. You know, and so yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. But I feel like people don't realize that because not to say that they're they're always victims, but I don't feel like they understand that they're not giving people the room and the space to feel and be, you know, how they feel. Like, let's, I, I just feel like this, you know, and they exactly. don't want to give them room because they don't want to feel bad. People are always trying to escape the bad feeling. Yeah, that's society. I feel like, yeah. man, it's just, yeah, there's a lot of... <laughs> crazy things as far as our emotions go like a lot of us feel this way because this is just the society that we live in I mean like from we were young kids there's kids that are getting bullied in like Mm -hmm. grade two like you know what I mean and even with children you could see that there's some children that they don't take other kids feelings into consideration and that comes from I guess where they their home like you know what I mean that mm-hmm. I guess they're they learned that from home and things like that and I kind of feel like that's where a lot of this toxicness even stems from in a sense it's because of- yeah it's it's a cycle mm-hmm. no that's real I feel like I feel like a lot of people you know they don't instill in their children the importance of being kind to one another, you know, mm-hmm. not not being stepped on, not being used, but like being kind, you know. And I, I really wish there was a way, like sometimes, because I have a five-year-old, and when I'm trying to explain things to her, I understand there's this just years upon, upon years, like 30 years of a bridge that <laughs> that yep, keeps us exactly. separate like she's not gonna understand like it's literally gonna take her 30 years to get to this understanding that where I am but I'm trying to give it to her and it's just it's like the hardest thing is like she just looks at me and she's like I'll be nice and I'm just like yeah but I don't know okay be nice <laughs> you know yeah right <laughs> no I it's true her. these kids they don't understand it's yeah, true because I I also have a child as well I have a five-year-old as well and she it's the same thing like mm-hmm. there's times but at the same time I explain things to her and you'd be surprised like days later she would come to me and explain it in a way where she put it in her head like right. you know what I mean but they do right. get it like eventually if you embed it in their brain eventually mm-hmm. they get it it's just okay. like when you when a child is just naturally rough like you know what I mean okay. and they're playing mm-hmm. with or whatever like they play with other children rough or whatever the case may be after being told a couple times to just be gentle eventually they get it and I kind of feel like because we're not like a lot of us aren't being told to consider people's feelings and things like that we we just grew up with this feeling of just feeling entitled to things that we we don't have entitlement to right absolutely absolutely uh and that is just you know you just want to give your children the best that you can because you understand it's hard out there because there's parents who who don't have it to give to their children you know 
Mm-hmm. They didn't get it, so they can't give it. So it's like exactly under- understanding there's a lack of it, and you know they're going to have to deal with people who are just bad people by default. You know, like mm-hmm. they just weren't weren't given the things that they needed to, you know, be great people. You know, so yep. that's a real thing too. But my last point is, why do we point fingers? Can it be your fault? Pointing fingers, boy. I try to not engage in that too much now at this point mm-hmm. in my life because I kind of feel like I use my 20s for that. Like, right. you know, I, I kind of use my 20s to kind of play the blame game and all of that stuff. But once I hit maybe 28, I'm 30 right now. But once okay. I hit like after a certain age, um, I kind of realized that a lot of things couldn't happen to me if I wasn't involved in a sense like you know what I mean so the blame game for me is a dangerous game I don't really do the pointing fingers now anymore because I'm at a point in my life where nothing is going to happen to me unless I allow it to happen to me (laughs) in a sense because I've just matured in that way but yeah for a lot of people it's definitely a defense mechanism that they just you know that they use in order to shift the attention away from them or they just, and uh, you know what too, I feel like a lot of people just cannot accept accountability. Oh, that's it. Not too sure if you've, you you know, encountered those type of people, but I have. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of people out here that they just don't want to hear about their own stuff. (laughs) And, And I'm glad you took it there because I feel like, accountability might just be what the person is trying to take on when they eliminate people out of their personal equation. Some people are just cutting people off so they can focus on themselves so they can deal with themselves. That's what some people's accountability looks like. But yet a lot of times because it involves us being cut off, we don't want to be released. We don't want to allow people to do what they need to do for them. We're just like, well, why? what's wrong with me? What would I do to you? And it's like, no, it. listen, you know, like, let them, they are trying to be responsible for themselves. They're trying to be responsible with their, for their interactions. They're trying to be responsible for their good feelings. And so they're cutting people off, not to be ugly, not to be mean, but just so they can focus on themselves so they can no longer point the finger at others. I feel like that's a yes. great way to look at it because instead of making it a personal thing for the people who feel like they're losing people out of their lives that don't want to communicate with them, it's just the simple fact that this is their way of getting to their core and dealing with their problems. Yes. And there are times where we won't even, I I just wanted to add to what you were saying about the cutting people off, because I Mm -hmm. kind of feel like with myself, um, I have some relationships where I can't, just physically cut people these people off like you know what I mean whether it's Mm -hmm. whatever like you know it's person it's it's people that are close family work Mm -hmm. employer whatever the case may be and I kind of feel like with me I for a long time I felt like um I couldn't really cut them off in a sense and I was still collecting their energy and still Mm -hmm. like you know dealing with that type of stuff within myself internally and I kind of got to the point now where I can emotionally cut you off 
Like, you know what I mean? Right. And that's mm-hmm. more healthy for me. Even if I can't physically cut you off, I could emotionally cut you off. Right. And not right. allow, right. like, you know, just not allow them to reap the benefits of my emotional support or anything. Like, you know what I mean? And kind Absolutely. of set my boundaries in that way. Right. Because this is the curse of being passive aggressive, right? Yes. You, 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 you don't want to do stuff, but you won't say it. And so if you won't say it, you're constantly doing the thing all the time until you snap, right? And so, so you don't exactly. snap, you have to figure out how to not do the things you don't want to do, right? And so I, I can see people figuring out ways to like make themselves less available to the people who are going to call on them the most or whatever. I can see people, you know, you know, ignoring that phone call, you know, maybe not tomorrow as well, but definitely today, you know, you know, exactly. They're taking the steps to where they don't feel like they're being pulled into something they definitely don't want to do. And there's absolutely ways to do that without completely cutting people off because people do get to change. Right. And, and how do we ever know that if, we have just burnt the bridge, uh, you know, knocked over the mountain, everything we can do to make sure there's nothing that can bring them back, you know? <laughs> so exactly. it's like, we, if, you, if you just, you know, just limit yourself to them, I, I feel like maybe they'll get the picture, maybe they'll do some inside work and look inward, and maybe they'll, you know, kind of, you know, follow your lead and focus on themselves and getting themselves together as well. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. That's true. And I kind of feel like, too, with people, they need to understand that, especially for people like me, (laughs) cutting people (laughs) off isn't easy. (laughs) It isn't. It's a pattern of things that have added up to that point where I feel like I, I need to cut you off or whatnot. And I just feel like that for me was the perfect indication because a lot of people don't know when is the right time or when you should be really, really be cutting somebody off. Like, you know what I mean? When it's important to cut people off. And for me, I kind of just now started to pay attention to people's patterns and how they um, how they show up in my life. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Because. It's not something easy and it's not something that's like, you know, you just wake up one day and you cut people off. And I don't want to say it in a sense where um, I'm kind of putting out um, like the picture where I kind of am trying to say like cutting people off is better than kind of repairing a relationship in a sense. Because as you were saying, people do change. Or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if if it's necessary for you to draw back, obviously draw back. But at the same time, I kind of feel like even with myself, like there was a lot of relationships that I severed on petty terms, <laughs> mm-hmm. in right. a sense. And now is when I look back and I'm like, you know, if I ever see this person, I would say something or I would like, you know, engage in conversation or whatnot, because I've grown so much and mm-hmm. I realized, like, you know, the reason behind it was petty. Or whatnot, and right. I kind of feel like that's another thing that you have to take in consideration when right. you are um, sorting out your life or clearing out your space or whatever you want to call it. Right, and and that's that's true, and it takes an honest person and maybe somebody who's got some, who's gotten the opportunity to focus on themselves for them to realize, like, yeah, that was petty, and you know what, the reason. The reason I ended that relationship or, you know, limited myself to that relationship for right now is so I can get down to the bottom of 
why I'm being petty towards this person. And my last, exactly. my very, very last point is, can it be your fault? And for me, um, I basically took the responsibility of like the negative feeling I was getting from the person because I'm like, you know what? I don't know if if it's something they're doing to me or if it's something that I am doing to them that is causing me to feel negatively when I see them. So what I am going to do is, you know, take ownership of this negative feeling I have and I'm going to protect them from me. And that's also something you possibly can be doing when you're cutting people off is that you're protecting them from your possible negativity. I don't know why yeah, I'm experiencing That's a really this. good point. I don't know why I'm experiencing this, but I am not going to look at you and let you be the reason why I'm angry, why I feel uncomfortable, why I do anything. I am just going to, you know, push push this around on the other side, out of sight, out of mind for a little while until I get myself together. And I feel like if we're being understanding opposed to finding fault in people not being able to deal with you in the moment, I feel like you'll be better off because you understand everybody's in different parts of their life. We're not all progressing at the same time. We're not all having these awakenings where we feel like we need to be better at the same time. We're at different levels. And honestly, like I could tell somebody, it feels great over here, but I got to let them get here. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's, it's that type of thing. And like, that's, what's most important to me. I know we're all growing at different levels, but I just really wanted to have this conversation. This was an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this interview. This thank conversation for, was awesome. Yes, thank you for being like the muse, you know, with, with the memes and all the thought-provoking things you post on your page. I just really thank you for, you know, taking the step to actually have a platform where you're doing that because I know you're helping people and, you know, just posting things. You're, you're really helping people. Yeah, because honestly, MIMS for me is is kind of therapy, mm -hmm. which is why even speaking about it now, this is therapy for me, because I could feel like, you know what, I'm not crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> while I work through my own stuff, I ain't crazy. So yeah, I'm glad that the page is getting the response that it's getting. And also, I want to um, just tell anybody if you are looking for something positive on instagram feel free follow my page comment on my stuff and yeah so tell them the name of your page oh yes <laughs> the name of the page is underscore underscore wise up sorry yes. <laughs> the most important so, part yes it's an awesome page i really enjoy it like i said like i see at least two or three things a day they get me together, make me think, and I re I'm really appreciative to have a page that I'm following like that. And so, because, you know, it, it's so easy to get bogged down in negativity, just, you know, aimlessly, you know, scrolling on Instagram. To, listen, you can get caught up real quick. And so I, I really appreciate uh, Wise Up's page, and she's amazing. And thank you again for coming on the show. I enjoyed the conversation. This was awesome. It was. Thank you, thank you, thank you for inviting me on. I didn't learn the first time.